So let's review. Zuck the Mishnah. If a person recognizes his utensils or books in someone else's possession and claims that these were stolen from him, while the person in possession of these items claims that he bought them from someone else. And the Beir, for it's confirmed that these exact items were stolen from the owner, the owner can take them, but he must reimburse the buyer after he swears how much he paid for them. But if it was not confirmed that these items were stolen, the owner has no claim and the buyer keeps them because it is possible that the owner originally sold it to someone else and the buyer bought it from that person legitimately and now the owner wants to reclaim it illegally. As Rashi explains in the Gemara, the above is when the Ganav is unknown. However, the Gemara teaches, If someone stole and sold the goods and was then identified, Rav says, The owner's claim is only to the Ganav to pay him for what he stole, but not to the Lekeach to return the goods. And therefore, as Rashi explains, If the owner demands the goods from the Lekeach, he must pay for them. Yerbechanan says, The owner's claim is to either the Ganav or the Lekeach, and therefore, The owner can take the goods from the Lekeach and he does not have to pay for them. The Gemara offers four explanations. Rav Yesus says there is actually no machlokes. Both Rav and Rabbi Yechonon agree with Rav Chizda who says Gazal b'lo nisayar shabaylam uvo'achar uvo'achlu mimenu rotzmizeg goyva rotzmizeg goyva. If one person stole something and the second person consumed it before the owner despaired of recovering it, the owner can claim compensation from either one because kol kamadul nisayar shabaylam b'shusi demarikoy. Before Yish, the goods remain in the owner's jurisdiction and the second person considered as if he stole from the owner. Therefore, if the Lekech purchased it before the owner was Meyayish, the owner does have a claim to the Lekech because it was his goods when the Lekech bought it. But if the Lekech purchased it after the owner was Meyayish, the owner does not have a claim because it was not his when the Lekech bought it. Abaya says there is a Machlekes. Both Rav and Yechen refer to Lefneyish, and they disagree in Rav Chizda's Halacha. Rav holds Hadin Imarishin because he disagrees with Rav Chizda and they can only collect from the actual Ganath. While Rabbi Yechanan holds Hadin Imarishini because he agrees with Rav Chizda that he can collect from either one. Razvid also says there is a Machlekes. However, both Rav and Rabbi Yechanan refer to La'achar Yish and they agree with Rav Chizda. And the Machlekes is in the following case. The owner was Meyayish only after Lekech purchased the goods. Therefore, Bi'echanan says Adinim Asheni because he holds Yish va'achkach Shini Rishus Kani Shini Rishus va'achkach Yish Loi Kani. The Lekech acquires the goods only if he bought it after Yish, but Lekech does not acquire the goods if he bought it before Yish. Therefore, the Bailam can collect from him according to Rav Chizda, while Rav holds Adinim Arishin because he holds even Shini Rishus va'achkach Yish Kani. The Lekech acquires the goods through Yish v'Shini Rishus even if he bought it before Yish. Therefore, the Bailam cannot collect from him even according to Rav Chizda. Rav Papa also says that there is a Machlekes, and both Rav and Rabbi Yechon refer to Lefnei Yish, and they agree with Rav Chizda. Therefore, Beglima They both agree that Lekech must return the actual goods to the owner. And the Machlekes is whether the Chacham initiated that if someone purchased stolen goods in the open marketplace, not knowing that it was stolen, the owner must compensate the Lekech when he returns them. 
Now, according to Rav Papa, Rishon refers to the Ganav, the first person the buyer encounters in this case, and Shani refers to the Bailam, the second person the buyer encounters. And the Machlekes is as follows. Rabbi Yechanan says, Hadinim HaSheni, the Lekech can claim compensation from the owner because Asu Baitakan Sashok. And Rav says, Hadinim HaRishon, the Lekech can only claim reimbursement from the Ganav, but not from the owner because Loi Asu Baitakan Sashok. The Gemara proceeds with a discussion regarding the Takan Sashok. The Takan Sashok was only if the following two conditions are met. Hukar HaGanav, the Ganav was discovered, and the Ikalish the Ganav has the means to pay the owner. However, the Lekalish if the Ganav does not have means to pay the owner, there is no Takan Sashok. Ganav Upar B'chayvay, Ganav Upar B'hekefay, Loyasa by Takan Sashok. If the Ganav gave the stolen item to his creditors, there is no Takan Sashok, and the owner does not have to compensate the creditors, because when they lent the money, they did not rely on these stolen goods. Mashkanta, if the Ganav gave the item as a mashkin to secure a loan, it depends. Shavi If the item was worth more than the loan, because the lender relied on these goods, as people are accustomed to accept a large mashkin. However, Shavu B'Shav, if the goods and the loan were of equal value, there is a Machlekes. Amemer says, Because the lender did not rely on these goods, as people do not accept a mashkin of equal value, but rather, The Malva trusts him even without a mashkin. Mazutza says, The lender did rely on these goods. Zvina Shavu B'Shav If the Ganav exchanged this item for an item of equal value, because the exchange was for this item. If the Ganav exchanged the item for an item of greater value, there's a Machlekes. Rav Shesha says, because the exchange was not for this item, but rather it was considered a gift. Rav says, because the exchange was for this item, and only the additional value was considered a gift. The Gemara concludes, The Two people were walking, the first carrying a barrel of wine, and the second carrying a barrel of honey. If the barrel of honey cracked, and the first person poured out his less valuable wine in order to save the more valuable honey, he's compensated only for his efforts and the barrel, but not for the loss of his wine. But if he stipulated before and that if he saves the honey, he shall be compensated completely, the owner of the honey must pay him in full. Similarly, If the river washed away two people's donkeys, one was worth a hundred zuz, and the other was worth two hundred zuz. If the owner of the mana abandoned his own donkey to save the Messiah, He's only paid for his efforts, but not for the loss of his donkey. However, if he stipulated before and that he should be compensated completely, the owner of the Messiah must pay him in full. The Gemara explains that the one who saved the honey cannot claim the honey now belongs to me because it became owneless when it was going to waste because the Mishnah is a case of the barrel was tied up and the honey was dripping out slowly and was not going to waste completely. Therefore, it's not considered hefker. The Gemara explains that regarding Hafrash's truma, if a person designated truma in the barrel that was going to waste, if the wine could not be saved at all, the Hafrasha is not effective. 
If the one could be saved only with difficulty, he should not separate the Truma Lekitzchila. But if he did so, the Hafrasha is effective by the Yavid. If the wine can be saved without difficulty, he's permitted to separate the Truma Lekitzchila.